0: Welcome to the Play Your Way podcast. I am your host, Brian Miller. And I am your other host, Ethan Mace. Today, we are continuing our series of What We've Been Playing, which we, we like to talk about at least once a month uh, just to give an update on what we've been playing. Um, and this is our second one in the series. Uh, and before we get started, make sure to follow us on Twitter at PYW Podcast, Instagram at The PYW Podcast, and Twitch at Playing Your Way on one word. Again, we're, we're we're talking about the games we've been playing this past month. So Ethan, what have you been playing? So I guess to start off with, I'm gonna talk about really the one game I've
1: beaten since the last time we did this, which is Thracia seven seven six. Our fire emblem Thracia seven seven six. Uh I talked about it a good amount on the last episode because I was in the middle of playing it, but yeah, you know, a few thoughts have changed since I beat it. It's probably gonna come in you're just ranking on Fire Emblem games I've been so far. It's probably my second favorite one behind Genealogy of the Holy War.
0: Okay. W- was those reversed at one point?
1: It was a debate on where I was going to put them at. Okay. And they were definitely going to go one and two, uh, but I wasn't sure in what order. Okay, After kind of like sitting back and reflecting on it, I, I think I decided that I did like Genealogy more. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's not to take anything away from Thracia. Thracia is phenomenal. the The, the story in the game is really, really good. Not as, I don't want to say as good as genealogies, but pretty close. The gameplay, while challenging in a few aspects, is very very manipulable. Like you can manipulate it very easily mm. if you know what you're doing. Like for me, like there's one aspect in the game that I don't think is in any other Fire Emblem games where you have like staves with with infinite range. Typically, like in a normal game, if you're trying to like use like the warp staff or something. It's limited by how much magic your like character who's casting the spell has. Okay. But in Thracia, if they have a warp stuff in their hand, they can literally warp to any single tile on the screen. Okay. Yeah. And because of that, you can like if you have if you time it right, you can just one turn a map <laughs> really easily, which I did a few times. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I like I got to like a level and I looked at a map and I was like I don't want to deal with all of this. Right. I'm just going to I'm just going to warp straight to the boss That's and crazy. and kill him and then yeah, and then capture like capture the point. And Respect? Yeah, and, and you just win, and you just win the map that way. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to really like to look at something like that and really like really try to formulate a plan before you even make any moves. Mm-hmm. Just being like, "How can I beat this <laughs> instantly?"
0: Speedrun, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That game would be that game's really good for speed runs, just because nice. you know, you skip the cutscenes and you just get right into it. And you're like, hmm, because like, how do I one turn this so quick? Mm-hmm. And if you have like, if you have two warp staffs, you can warp in the boss killer, who will just who will just waylay the boss holding the point, and then you can warp in the Lord Leaf and just have him capture the point, and then that's it. But not all maps are like that. There are escape right. maps where like if you like leaf has to escape last anybody who's who isn't escaped by the time leaf leaves uh they they get left behind and they're captured and you can't use them anymore and so like there there are some aspects where like it is difficult to do it but even then there are some ways to circumvent that stuff right. uh, i think like 24x probably is the toughest chapter in the game because there are like traps all over the floor and it's fog of war so you can't see anything where you're going and where the enemies are and the enemies also have infinite staff range, too, so they get to do it right back to you. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Except, except the Fog of War only applies to you. It doesn't apply to the enemies. Okay. So they can just do whatever they want to you, but you can't do anything to them unless you can see them. Jeez. So it's a little unfair that way. Right. And then like the final chapter, I think, was a lot of fun, too. So as a whole, I really enjoyed Thracia, and I, yeah, I think it definitely is going to come in at number two so far in Fire Emblem games
0: interesting um do you have a number three yet or are you still figuring that out
1: it's probably still three houses right now okay i, I mean it could i'm sure it can it will It will be moved at some point probably like when i get to like the tellius games but, yeah but mm, yeah there's really nothing to move it at this point i got you
0: so yeah to to speak on what we left off last time um, i was playing through pokemon x and I, I I made the statement that I, I really really liked it and I don't know if I made the statement last episode but I'll make it this episode um Pokemon X is my favorite Pokemon game in the series and I was not expecting that I mean I, I I even said it in that last episode of what we've been playing you know people say you know Pokemon Company played it safe with this Pokemon um it's just kind of like a, a neutral Pokemon game so I went in it with with kind of normal to low expectations and it blew those expectations out of the water so it's my number one right now
1: yeah that makes that makes sense i mean i think i think all games can really they think they, they're all helped really well by tempered expectations you For know sure not not to not to say anything bad about x and y but but i think all games are going to really like benefit from that i i was surprised when you said it was your favorite one but then i like took a step back and i thought about it and i was like no it kind of makes sense because it's like like X, like X and Y is a little bit tougher than Sword and Shield, but not too much. Yeah. And overall, it's a better game than Sword and Shield. Right. But it has all these quality of life changes where like that's yes. where Pokemon really started to get less grindy at. I mean, I love the Omega Ruby off of Sapphire remakes. And I know not everybody does, but I really do like them. And they're Gen 6. They're made in the same style as X and Y. So yep.
0: I, I can understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, but what's funny though is when I played through Pokemon Sun back in 2020, it, it didn't have that effect on me. Now, keep here's the difference: I went from Sword and Shield to Pokemon Sun. So, okay. it, again, same ballpark. Right. If anything, it was kind of a downgrade in a sense. Um, when you talk about like graphics and the exploration, it being on the Switch, it being the new title. Now, keep in mind of where I was when I played Pokemon X. I had just played Emerald in uh, 2020, December, <laughs> moved to straight to Diamond in in January 2021. So I had played those DS titles that were grindy, you know, had those pixelated um, DS look and went to those quality of life improvements for X. And I was it was a rejuvenation. It was it was a refreshment for me. So that's probably mm-hmm. why.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, I can understand the shield one too, or, the, or sorry, the sun one too, because yeah. going from going from sword and shield directly to sun and moon, you are losing, you're losing a little quality of life stuff that was changed in between there. Yeah. But also I think if I remember right, sun and moon are supposed to be like kind of difficult too. They were. Yeah. There, there was so some challenge was, there. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, like I said, I'm still looking forward to, to what happens when you get to light heart gold and soul silver. Because I know your expectations for those are pretty high right now.
0: Um, at least it high. seems like it the way you talk about it. My expectations are high in the fact that I'm expecting it to be a difficult game. <laughs> okay. Um, so so that angle. So that that's that's where those. I, I, in terms of me really liking it, I honestly I I'm gonna uh, batch it up with Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Black and White because it is a DS title same kind of mechanics in terms of uh, me i'm probably gonna have to grind so let me speak on that for a little bit um so yeah pokemon sun was actually it wasn't easy um even even though they did fix the experience share i remember it being a little challenging because i had just came off of pokemon sword and shield so obviously pokemon x i feel the same way it was not an easy game the experience share was fixed so all my pokemon were able to, to level up but ironically, I was still having trouble with some, sometimes with trainer battles, like around the third and fourth gym, and just all these situations where Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which is heralded as like a pretty tough game, I was blowing through all the. I I, I didn't have one Pokemon faint. I literally only used my, my Empoleon uh, the entire game. Like I used my starter, and I had no issues with no one. So there was a difference. I think the challenge in Gen Four, like those specifically,
1: come from Platinum. I don't know how okay. I don't know the difficulty of those ones, but I do know I've heard people talk about Platinum and how hard those that one can be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. Like, I think you would like Black and White too, because I think I know like a lot of people like the story of that one. Some people say it's the best story in the series. Yeah. And then it, I think that was the game that also introduced capture experience, where if you catch a Pokemon, you get experience. Gotcha. So I think that. I think that would help you again. You don't have the, the the experience share you like,
0: but you're. It's another. It's less grind because you have the capture experience. We'll talk about experience share um, when I talk yeah. about because I am currently playing Pokemon Black and White 2. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, I was black, get, black and White two? No, or no, or no not black, too, and black and White. Okay. T O O. Um. So, with Pokemon X, um again it it fixed the quote-unquote experience share situation but it was still a little bit more difficult and what i learned comparing pokemon x to pokemon black that i'm currently playing is yeah the story is cool and i do appreciate that but i realized i care more about how the game looks in the gameplay i I think this is really solidifying that and i I find myself just kind of like uh here's more story and and text i have to read (laughs) so that tells me something (laughs) it tells me something
1: I mean, I think in general most people don't look. I was only mentioning the story for for black and white 2 because people say it's the best in the series. Yeah. But I think in general most people are not coming to the Pokemon games for the actual stories because the stories are more often than not kind right. of like nonsensical
0: in, in in a few ways. Sure. But I think even in the nonsensicalness and realizing that, you know, there is a better story in these games objectively speaking, a more in-depth story if you will. Uh, and right. me finding myself and wanting to like it, but just not really caring. Cause I just have to read and, and actually think critically about, about, and I just want to play, you know, I just want to play. So I, I'm finding myself like, I, I, maybe I don't care about story as much as I think I do. And I'm well, do, okay with that.
1: Would do you think if the game had like voice acting or something, it would engage you more in the story?
0: Yes. 100%. Okay. That's
1: I think, right. I think that's, that's a key difference.
0: I, I think yeah. persona spoiled me a little too much. <laughs> so
1: Yeah. You'll, you'll like three houses because three houses is, is entirely voice acted there is no right. having to just retext.
0: so yeah yeah I, I, I understand that so yeah so the left off um again I'll leave off on a good note with Pokemon X uh, I finished it and um, you can actually check the uh the graphic on our Instagram as well as Twitter of kind of the party I ended with and my thoughts on it a little more but uh for sure my favorite Pokemon game in the series hands down and I, I'm close to finishing them all but, uh second game for you, Ethan, What is it? The second game that I'm going to talk about is
1: fire Emblem blazing Sword. It's the one that I moved to after I beat Thracia. another uh, fire emblem game question I know, it's almost as if it's almost as if I'm trying to <laughs> to uh run through everything from four on right but, you know, yeah. Uh, this this game is the 7th game in the series i decided to skip binding blade which is the 6th game and come back to it after i beat blazing sword because blazing sword is a prequel to it okay even though like the story isn't the best in in, Blaze, or in blazing sword and they kind of like shoehorn shoehorned it in to like make it work with the connections to the previous game i still want to play this one first and then go back to that one uh, but i'm actually enjoying it a lot i've never played gba fire emblem before and they changed a few things, like from going from Super NES to uh, GBA. But I, I, I like the changes they made. What did I they change? Like, well, like the animations look really different, obviously, okay. going from that to that. I really like these new animations. Uh, this is a change they made I don't like as much. They got rid of the skills that characters have. So, like, certain skills that can augment certain characters, kind of really separate them from other ones, make them better. Like, uh, probably my favorite skill, like, in all of Fire Emblem is Astra, which is a when it procs, your, your character will attack five times instead of once. And if they double, they have a chance to proc Astra twice. Not that they'll usually ever need to, because if they get five hits in on somebody, it's usually going to die around hit three or so. Uh, but you don't get, you know, something like that in... And uh, the GBA ones, Mm. at least as far as I know, I don't like. I know Binding Blade doesn't have it, Blazing Sword doesn't have it, and I don't believe Sacred Stones has it. But I know it came back with the Tellyus games. So yeah, I really like the skills, and I miss those. But I like, I like the aesthetic of the Game Boy ones. I think they look really, really good. They look better than the, than the Super Nintendo ones. But that's to be expected, you know. And the music in them, I think, are really fun, also.
0: Nice, yeah. Um, when I was doing some Fire Emblem research, uh, it was kind of a synonymous voice that the Game Boy game, Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem games, are actually one of the better ones to actually start out with. They're a little bit more friendly when it comes to, to- tutorial and kind of just getting <laughs> into the series.
1: I'll, 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 yeah, I can talk about the tutorial for <laughs> FE7 because. Uh, Blazing Sword has, has Lin mode in it, which is chapters one through 10, I believe. And that is just one giant long tutorial. And for me, it was like, I liked it a little bit, but the whole thing being a tutorial was actually kind of boring to me because I know a lot about Fire Emblem already. I don't need a tutorial. Uh, but for somebody who hasn't played it, it, it'll be helpful for them. And then after you beat Lynn mode, then you get Ellie mode. And then after you beat Ellie mode, the mode is like chapters like 11 through in game. Then you get Hector mode, which is also 11 through in game, but it's from Hector's perspective instead of Ellie wood's perspective, uh, which who are who are Lords in the game. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I, it works. I like like, I don't know. It's tough for me to evaluate tutorials in the Fire and Bloom games because I just know how to play them. So when I get to them, I'm more just annoyed that I'm having to deal with them than anything. Like Three Houses has a solid enough tutorial, but it also has mechanics built into it where you kind of can learn on the fly and not be punished for learning on the fly. So I kind of prefer that method, but I know that's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. Uh, But I'm enjoying my time with Blazing Sword so far. Okay,
0: nice. So, my my second game that I played recently is, and I, and I want to talk about this one. I, I have a lot of talking points because it was a bit of a roller coaster. Pokemon Coliseum. Okay. Um, <laughs> where do I even start? Let's see. Where do I even <laughs> start? So let's start about the the perception that I had on the game before I even started, based on what came through my timeline and conversations we had. Yes. So uh, there was again the kind of a synonymous voice of this is a challenging Pokemon game. I already knew this was a, a, basically a spinoff, if you will. Um, it's it you know you're not right. encountering wild Pokemon in the grass. In fact, you actually yeah. have to steal Pokemon from trainers. <laughs> um, the the it, best. Which hey, I respect it, and I'll get into just the whole you know original ideas of what what that game is and what I really like about it. So I knew I knew what the game was i just wanted you to know gameplay wise and people said it was challenging you Mm -hmm. told me that people were saying it was grindy and i i believed all of it i absolutely believed every single word Uh, it just it's a gamecube title and not every gamecube title is difficult but i'll pair it along with the Game Boy advance for whatever reason that whole era they just love to make difficulty spikes exist they love to to just make games not easy, <laughs> for if you will.
1: I think it applies back to what I've said in a previous episode, right? of Of those games were designed specifically around like children in mind, and children have the time to deal with those kinds of things.
0: Exactly, and that's a fair point. Um, I think I think children do. Um, yeah, I know I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I think there's probably one and two other just points for why maybe, but I don't know. It, so. Went into it with expectations that I want to finish and beat this game. Let's see if I actually will. Long story short, I did not finish this game. I would love to have finished this game. I actually beat 90% of this game and, and okay. got to the final uh, area, which is called Real Game Tower. Um, now, for 90% of the game, it actually was not challenging for 90% okay. of the game. I didn't grind not one minute, which I was very pleased, very pleased with um you know right. very pleased with that now, I will say it was very slow and and a very tedious game uh, you know if you take the the main series pokemon games, you know if you' you know you're doing trainer battles depending on depending on the situation, it could take thirty seconds, ten seconds, maybe the longest, five minutes couple minutes they're not that long. Well, every single trainer battle from the jump is a solid 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. Uh, it's, part of it's mainly because, you know, they have shadow Pokemon, and the whole, the whole point of the game is to capture those shadow Pokemon, and, and that takes some skill and strategy and makes the game even longer, but even if you're just trying to just beat beat the trainers um they're mm-hmm. usually a higher level a few levels higher than you and they're usually you know fainting a couple of your pokemon like it it takes a while to check through some of those trainers and not all of them but many of those battles took a long time it was very slow and tedious but i would not equate that with grindy and challenging because again i i didn't have to replay any any trainer more than once i i, I did for the sake of having to catch like a shadow pokemon but not be because i could not beat them with the pokemon i had it was just slow and tedious, so it, I was kind of iffy at the beginning, but then I started to progress to the next town and next cities, and that's where, that's where it started to get really fun, and I got to the point of like a gate village where I was able to purify my shadow Pokemon. Shout out to, to you know, the developers for implementing, if you use that shadow Pokemon and, you know, the entire time you're trying to get that heart gauge to purify it or, or, or really to, to the end, you go and purify that Pokemon. It's kind of like a savings account or a deposit of, uh, of experience points. Once you purify it, you get all that experience points back. Like it's applied yeah. to that Pokemon once you purify them, which makes for a very enjoyable time. Because if you use that Pokemon for a long time, you pur- purify them. You're, you're, able, to get, you're they're able to level up instantly a couple levels, maybe even, time, even a few levels. Because if they're not purified, you, you get zero experience points. The whole goal is to get that. There's like a heart gauge that is dark. Because they're a shadow Pokemon, mm-hmm. you have to you have to purify them and you get that that gauge down. So so you, they're not leveling up at all. So I'm glad you kind of get that back when you do purify them. So I really love that they were looking out for the, you know in, in that regard. But I, and I told you this early on. I was like, I have not found a difficulty spike yet, but I know one exists. There's no way this game does not have a dis- difficulty spike. I played too many games recently to know there is going to be one. I know there is. So. I found it at Real Game <laughs> Tower. And, uh, you know, throughout the, uh, you know, the, the main boss has his cronies and his basically, if you will, for lack of a better term, they're mini bosses uh, that you basically have to fight throughout the throughout the uh, story. Mir B is a famous one um, for his character. Uh, you got Dakum, which is which was my breaking point um, at Real Game Tower. I was able to beat uh, Mir B. But, but, but Dacom, I, I could not get past. He spammed Earthquake. Uh, again, it's double battle, so he would spam Earthquake while his second Pokemon used Protect. So his second Pokemon never took any Earthquake damage while both of my Pokemon were taking Earthquake damage and usually one-shots. So long story short, I got to a point I was like, okay, well, here's the difficulty spike, and it's pretty significant. Am I willing to invest a few hours in grinding and if i get to if if i come out of that and go back to dacom and fight and i still lose i i i'm going to put the put the game basically back up but if i if i progress hey we progress we we grinded i was willing to grind and we're we're moving forward yeah i, I grinded I purified all my party leveled up a few levels all my party and i was still underleveled and i was getting one-shotted like it was nobody's business i was like you know what I feel pretty good. I'm good. I I played ninety percent of the game. Um, this last level was just a bunch of trainer battles, and then obviously the final boss, which I would be way under leveled for. There was no, I there was no way I was gonna even finish it when I got to that point. So that would have been a breaking right. point later on. So I was like, you know what, Let, you know, it was a good run, and honestly. Even after saying all that, I still have a lot more positive to say about the game than negative. I really like the game. Um, I love the original story that they implemented with the new mechanics. Fantastic. I think they did they, they did that well. Soundtracks in there for the first time. I was able to to listen to the to, to the groovy soundtracks. I guess you can say because it is a little little interesting. Um, on, especially on Pirate Town, there's like kind of like a jazzy snaps. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome, but. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think it is a good game. I think it needs to be fixed when it comes to the to the um to smoothing it out. And again, it, it's it's really funny because again, ninety percent of the game was smooth ish. Like I did feel like I was behind, but that was kind of the whole point. Once you catch Pokemon, they're usually higher levels, and that's how you that's how you go up. But I think I think that needs to be smoothed out in terms of experience points because earning experience points is hard in terms of you 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 get experience points, but it it goes up like a centimeter, right? And so. Yeah. I think,
1: cause after hearing your experiences with the game, I think the like and how you played it. Because I know like you would catch a shadow Pokemon, mm-hmm. and then if it was higher level, you just put in your party immediately. Yep. I, I think the grindiness of the game came from like getting like if you wanted to use your favorite Pokemon right. and they weren't late level additions, you you really had to put in the work to get them where they needed to go. Absolutely. Especially with no,
0: especially with no wild encounters to be had. <laughs> for sure and the reason why i don't i mean that's absolutely a way to play but the reason why i don't really bring that up is because that's not how the game was created the whole the whole point of the game is to literally snag the 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 pokemon and you have to use those pokemon if you want to purify them so there's like kind of no way around it if you want to go with the approach of why the game exists, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, you could definitely go. <laughs> I was actually, I think, browsing on Twitch and people were doing nuzlocks for this game. I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry, yeah, come it's, again? it's
1: it's definitely it's definitely nuzlockable. It's uh,
0: nuzlockable, but the fact that people are doing it, props to them.
1: I don't know. I don't even know how, what the rules set for that
0: would be, but it, <laughs> I have no idea either. No idea, yeah, but yeah, that was my second one. About that. Second game, um, didn't finish it, but I'm okay with it. Uh played 90% of it, um, liked what they were doing. I'm now hesitant to play Gale of Darkness. It was going to be the next on the list to go to, obviously, because it it's in the, in the series. But, um, I'm scared to pay the price of getting the game and just having the same result happen. So we'll see where that goes. But that was my second. What was your third?
1: So... My third is... I know we talked about this last time I was playing it. I'm still playing it. uh, Mass Effect 2, my Insanity run. (laughs) Right. Uh, Funny enough, I had taken a pretty massive break. Just because it's kind of a break game right now. Yeah. Which... Weird way to take a break and relax. Let's go play Mass Effect Insanity, right? Uh, but, but it's kind of my like whenever I get tired of playing a fire emblem game, I switch over to Mass Effect. Uh, like Persona Five Strikers is gonna be a break game for me. Don't know how I'm doing that, but I'm I'm managing to. Uh, but, yeah, we uh, we went back to it this past week. I've played one, two, three, four, five. I've done six che- like missions in the game. And I have died, okay, so before the mission last night, I had died one time all week Okay, on, these, on five missions. And it was Grunt's loyalty mission, which is not an easy mission. Then last night, I did the loyalty mission for one of the uh, DLC characters, Kasumi. And I died four times. Like just out of the blue, just out of had a spike again, which I think that's gonna put me up to eighty total deaths up to this point. Oh boy if, if my math is correct, but yeah, that mission last night was just so rough dude. I like there was this one part where I picked up all but one of the death set where like there was these soldiers coming down a really tight hallway, and there was also a heavy like yamir mech, and I had to like pop up and like headshot them one at a time and then take the mech down. But I just kept getting caught in screwed situations where like I'd get hit by a missile. I'd get animation locked of falling back from stumbling and getting hit by that. And then I'd have like half my health left. Like my shields would be dropped. I'd have half health. And then before I could get back into cover, I would be dead or I would panic and I would like double tap the a button, try to get back to cover. And then Shepard will jump over the cover just exposing himself more and then he would die. It was awful. Jeez. But I managed to get through that mission last night. So Boy. The 80 deaths on Mass Effect 2. I don't know how far we have left to go. I'm almost done with the loyalty missions. Okay. And then I'll and then I have like the DLC. I'm debating whether to do the DLC before or after I beat the game because I'll need to beat the DLC to get an achievement. Mm. But we're getting there if If people are wanting to see the stream of the collector ship, you know we're getting to that point,
0: okay all right um yeah that that's uh when you got a lot of games on your play that's it, it's gonna be a slow run there, but especially on sanity, you have to calculate every move, but okay,
1: it's, that's the thing though it's been a lot easier this week, like yeah like I think again, like once you just figure out what you have to do and like how you have to play sanity, it really. Isn't that bad? Except in like situations like last night, where I just kept dying at the same point over and over
0: again. Right, I got you. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm very curious to see where that ends up. Uh, what where, where do you think your death toll will end up overall?
1: I think it'd be really funny if it was a hundred, even. I, I, um, me too. <laughs> but at the at the rate I'm going right now, with just how few deaths I'm getting, you know, I'm still twenty away from that, and. I, uh, the collector mission is going to have to really, really like, like hurt me. And it might <laughs> it definitely could, but the, the collectorship mission is really going to have to get me. If, if I'm going to get to that level, I think I'll probably finish somewhere around 90, I think.
0: Okay. All right. Let's, let, let's check back in and see where, uh, see where we're at on that one in the future. Very right. curious. So, uh, the third game I'm playing, um, and I'm currently playing it right now. Um, Pokemon Black, like I mentioned earlier. Pokemon Black. So, I I mean, like I just said, I I just finished Pokemon X. It was my last one, and I, I went immediately to Pokemon Black. And I started Pokemon Coliseum around that time, too. So, I mean, it was just Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. And I think that produced a very slow and undesirous start for Pokemon Black, um again Pokemon Black is a game that is heralded by many and, and rightfully so from what I've seen and heard but I, I think I was getting close to being burnt out on Pokemon and I am I am getting to that I still have one more to go with Soul Silver, but I, I think I can make it I'm, I'm gonna take a decent break before I hit Soul Silver up but um right. it was a slow start for the first three gyms it was just playing on my break and just not really caring to play but still playing and then it really picked up around the fourth gym and then really when I was formulating my party is is when it started okay this is fun i'm liking where we're going we're moving along and so it's been picking up and i've been i've been pretty much enjoying it ever since um i might i'm probably enjoying it more than diamond um really that's
1: that's interesting
0: so with diamond i i I literally told you i i had basically two pokemon in my party i had six practically but i only use Luxray and empoleon the entire game I have a full six party, and I'm 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 going at it with a different strategy. And there's different elements in in Pokemon Black that I, that make for a better experience. Um, my next point, story being one of those. I'm loving this meta storyline, and yeah, there's sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, we got more story. I, I I like that they did this, and the whole fact that there's this meta storyline, and the Pokemon game is called Black and White, and then you you're dealing with what is truth and just all these different things like I love it like never would have thought Pokemon company would have went this route but boy surprise they did went with a very meta Pokemon game I love it I love it I love everything about it um so uh yeah the whole idea that Pokemon need to be freed rather than fought against which is a running joke of like you know basically you're you're cage fighting Pokemon and you know you're this is animal cruelty and that's always been a joke but the fact that they kind of like drop this into a storyline in one of their series much respect much respect
1: right yeah i know a lot of people uh really like like the character of in in the game yeah so yeah it, it's interesting to see that you're enjoying that so far
0: yeah it's been interesting so again it was a slow slow start in the beginning but it's picked up greatly now i am around the. i just got the seventh gym badge so i'm i'm closing on to the end um, I just encountered, um, the, you know, we're getting into the whole Team Plasma, like really uh, climax of Team Plasma right now. So, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting to the downward slope of coming close. I would like to be done with this game this weekend, and that is possible if that is the only game I played. We're going to talk about the next game I am playing, and, and that's the reason why I'm not going to be able to beat this game this weekend. Uh, but maybe midweek, if not next weekend, it will come to a close of Pokemon Black. But in terms okay. of of my party right now, I'm really really liking my party. It's not complete yet, but it, it's it's getting there. Uh, but I chose Tepig as my uh, um, as my starter, the the fire type. Uh, it's currently an Embora right now, so it's fully evolved. Loving it. It Actually, just hit level fifty this morning, so we're 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 stealthy now. This thing is huge. It's a beast. <laughs> um, we got Boldor, which I, I I don't know why I didn't do research ahead of time. But boldor is one of the, if you want to get the final evolution you have to trade it so that makes... it is tough but it makes cuz i always use my legendaries in my elite 4 uh matches so boldor is absolutely coming out and my legendary will be replaced and i'll be and that was that was going to be my tough decision cuz i really like my party but now that i know that boldor re- requires a trade to evolve that's that's easy that solves that yep um i got tynamo <laughs> which is uh elect electris um it's basically an electric eel and the art design for this pokemon is phenomenal 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 um but it's still at its first evolution it has not even vol- evolved yet and it took me hours to get this pokemon because the catch rate for this in um the charge stone cave is horrendous um and i actually put in like in- I view it as a grinding experience because I literally just tried to look for this.
1: It is. Yeah. The catch rate's like 35% on this thing.
0: And what's what's funny is I encountered this and within a span of five to 10 minutes, this Pokemon, three times. The problem is, is I one shot killed it because I was stupid and I was like, oh, well, I saw it three times in like five to 10 minutes. I'll keep looking. Took me over three hours to find another one. I learned my lesson real quick. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's also it's also got a slow leveling rate too so yeah, yes. this one this guy's definitely going to be a grind to get up to where you need him to go
0: well we'll talk about grind and why it may not be as bad as i expected mm-hmm. um so i will need a thunderstone but that i'll be able to get one of those so i'm not not fully
1: <laughs> you have to get it to a level and then thunderstone yes that's
0: that's actually funny <laughs> It is interesting. Funny. It is very unique. I was not expecting it. Um I wasn't either. But I respect it. I respect it. Um it makes it makes things interesting. So we got Palpatode, which I really love. Um, the final evolution design of of that, which I believe is Seismitoad. Um and that actually, yeah, we actually now this morning I should have updated it, but I do have a seismatode. It evolved um this morning. Uh it's and it's a water type, so we we got that. Um, Gosh, and then yeah. we got our fossil Pokemon, which I'll say this, man, these new Pokemon that they implemented in, in, this, in this generation, these designs are phenomenal. Another one, this, I got the Plume Fossil, which um, is Archon, or actually I think it's Archon because then it evolves to Archeops, I believe. Um, and, that, and that design is just, again, it's just amazing. Um, I love the colors. I just, I just love where they went with it. So I'm, I'm going to be using him. And uh, lastly, Gothita. Um, which is kind of like this dark psychic um, goth uh, Pokemon, which is pretty cool. So that that's my that's where I currently stand. Um, we're closing we're closing it out soon. So
1: yeah, yeah, I definitely something like you got an interesting party going on there. hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Oh, speaking of the actual experience share and grinding, so yes, I didn't know where I got experience share number two. Um, I guess I met the requirements mm, with getting yes. it and. When I I was doing research and I found out that this game actually has more than one experience share as an item, um, I was like, okay, let's go. This will make for a more enjoyable experience because again, I, I've talked about it multiple times. Experience share and just leveling up your your party is just treacherous if you <laughs> uh, in the older game sometimes because you do have to grind. So I'm mm-hmm. able to have. Two experience shares, and actually there is an item that my um, inboard currently has that I don't remember what it's called, but basically you get more experience points when you use that Pokemon. So not only am I getting more experience points for my starter, I also have two experience shares. So basically half my team is leveling up pretty appropriately. Yeah, I'm,
1: I actually pulled it up now to, to take a look and see. Like, I think that is the only game of oh, that in Black and White 2... No, Black and White 2 has three experience shares in it. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so black and white has has two. And that's the only one I can see that has multiple. I got a question for you. When you played Diamond in, or when you played Diamond, did you get the experience share in that game?
0: Yeah, and I I had it on my looks right the entire time.
1: Okay, because I was looking at what you had to do to get it, and I was like, I wonder if he god oh no that's not true yeah there are there are multiple and yeah you can get an experience share repeatedly if you get like matching digits also and like the lottery games and some of them oh interesting yeah like gold silver crystal ruby sapphire emerald diamond pearl and heart gold soul silver have the have them as lottery gifts if you match three digits
0: very interesting
1: then go in there get six experience
0: shares and you're ready to go oh that'd be amazing um (laughs) that'd be yeah that'd be amazing but um yeah pleasant surprise and unlike my strategy with pokemon diamond where i just leave it with one pokemon and i just blow through the game with only two like two high level pokemon i i'm i'm switching my experience shares out i'm like i'm getting to like okay i want to get my entire team to level 30 once we're there then i'm going to it transfer those experience shares to my other party get them to level 30 then 35 like in increments to where we're all kind of leveled out and that, that's there that's what I'm doing so I, it's it's making things I'm able to play with an entire party and that's that's what really makes it fun
1: It's probably the smarter way to do it when I was a kid I did the whole I did the whole put it on one and leave it the rest of the game. Thing. So
0: the thing is, though, is I know when I get to the elite four, there's they're going to be pretty under level. Like I, I know they are to where I'm still going to have to grind quite a bit in order to get them at appropriate levels, despite me yeah. doing that.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to do a little bit of grinding, unfortunately.
0: So, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm expecting. All right. So your what it would be your
1: fourth. Yes, my fourth. So for my fourth, I'm going to pull back the curtain just a little bit and, and i guess we'll go behind the scenes here because okay. I, I can't really talk about it when unless we kind of reveal why i'm doing it uh, yes so i am recording right now a maddening mode let's play for fire emblem three houses i'm only like got like two parts recorded right now so it's gonna be a little while before anybody sees it Uh but we do have plans to get like a youtube channel going up at some point and this will be part of the content on there. Playing uh manning mode for three houses on the Blue Lions route. And uh yeah, manning mode's kinda hard. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Dang. Uh I've only played, you know, a few chapters so far. But it really, really forces you to change the way you want to play the game. Right. You know? You can't just do all the silly stuff that you like to do on the lower difficulties. You kinda have to respect the single enemy in front of you. <laughs> All right. And, and, like, for me, I remember I was, I was doing the mock battle like in chapter two or chapter one, whichever it is. And like, we got to the point where like, it was like, Claude and Hilda were behind the barricades in the forest and they had really, really good range to hit us, but we didn't really have anything to hit them with. And I had to like, sneak around the side and then and then put it and put one of my people in Hilda's attack range to bait her over so I could jump her and take her out and then before Claude got over and started doing things and then by the time I got her out, Claude was there and and then we jumped him and then we took out Hanuman and then we took out the rest of the, uh, the Black Eagles but I mean you really really gotta take it step by step and, and and figure out like what you're going to do with every single move you got to, it, it It feels like chess to me, which I, I love chess. Oh, yeah, so true. It kind of works like that, but it is just difficult. <laughs> I think that's really the best word for it.
0: Do you have to play? Does it remind you of the Thracia and the genealogy playthrough? Is it similar to that or it's a whole different ball game?
1: It's just a whole different ball game because with Maddening mode, it's just everything is just cranked up to the upteenth level you mm-hmm. know like enemies like enemies have to be jumped in thracia the enemies are actually really weak in thracia uh like some of the weakest in the series at least like the generic ones you're fighting okay but in in this game i mean like these dudes can do some significant damage and if you put somebody in range where they can be Like you have to actively make sure they're not going to get doubled when you put them in range. You have to make sure that they're not going to be hit by multiple enemies, even if they aren't doubled, because if they are, they're going to die. Probably. Mm -hmm. It's just you got to really, really take it step by step,
0: man. Yeah, that should be fun. I'm excited to start watching those plays when we post them on YouTube so that that'll be fun. That'll be fun.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: So last game to talk about for me and what I've been playing uh, is a game that I just started last night, actually, um, and that is Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg on the GameCube. Okay. This is a very um, underrated game in terms of I don't ever hear it talked about. Rarely at all. It, it definitely went on the ra- under the radar. Um, it's uh, made by the same creators who made Sonic. It's a Sega game. And, and if you're like, okay, describe this game. Think of Super Monkey Ball and Sonic mashed together and you have Billy Hatcher. That is what you should expect. Right. So, uh and it's been fun. It's one of those that's kind of giving me motion sickness because of the whole jumping and the and the <laughs> moving around and it's it's like, "Oh gosh, and the rolling of the eggs and yeah. Um I have to be careful with that one." But thankfully it is a shorter game. Um we got a good start last night and uh I I'm it's fun. I will say this it makes the GameCube look phenomenal in terms of graphics. Like mm-hmm. I, w- I did a little bit of research on YouTube and I think a lot of, those, a lot of the people playing on YouTube were actually emulating, so they were actually to up, able to upgrade the resolution yeah, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I played it on mine. I'm like, wait, this looks very similar to what I just watched on YouTube. Like it looks good, uh, surprisingly.
1: Yeah, unfortunately with emulation, there's only so much uprising you can really do. Right. So like, it, it'll look better, but it's not going to look too much better, I don't think right but yeah, like but also i mean some games are just you know designed to look as yeah. good as they like the art style just allows them to maintain for sure you know, how good they look like wind waker you know
0: <laughs> exactly and that was that was another one that uh it reminded me of but the game looks phenomenal it it looks great so if you're, if you're always hesitant to play gamecube games because of the the, the quality and the, and the graphics i would say this is a great game to play and it's also short um and, and it's it's fun you know it, it's different um so we're, you,
1: said, you said that this game was kind of like Sonic and Super Monkey Ball. Yes, like that mashed was your, up. Interesting. So we've we found a Sonic-like game that you do enjoy then in a sort of a
0: way. In a sort of a way. I can, like Once I'm done with this game, I'm going to be like, okay, we're, it was cool, but we're done. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, I know and that's then, how I'm going to feel.
1: And then it's shadow time.
0: Yeah, I can't wait till you play Shadow. That'll be fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're just gonna have to start making Shadow the Hedgehog memes and just like posting them on our social media, just just to make it a thing because it it technically already is a thing. <laughs> I know we
1: I had I know I had this big rant uh two episodes ago about Chibi Robo. Yeah. Uh, I think I need to have a rant about Shadow soon. Okay.
0: I foresee it coming. I do. <laughs> I really do. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's an it's an interesting game. Um, we'll we'll see where it goes. Let's let's see if I actually finish it. It, it it's extremely easy. Like all of the enemies are basically one one hits, and you're mm-hmm. and they're dead. Even like the right. bigger enemies that have health gauge bars, you hit it like twice. You roll it over. Like that's the thing is like you have this egg protecting you. You just roll over it over the enemies, and they're done. I even yeah. I faced my first boss last night. And I'm just like, are you like? I'm not complaining. Please let this game be the easiest game I've ever played in my life. Please. <laughs> but I am just, I'm surprised. I'm very, I'm very shocked that this is actually an easy game so far. We'll see. We'll, we'll yeah, see how we'll, that goes. We'll
1: see how that, yeah, we'll see how that lasts. So. Yeah, um, sounds like you're having fun with it.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, I'm sure I'll stream it a few times on the uh, Playing Your Way channel on Switch, as well as my personal. But um, we'll see how it goes.
1: Right. So. For me the last thing I'm going to talk about is actually what I'm streaming on the Play Your Way channel. Yeah. Uh I stream this once a week usually on Wednesdays. This this past Wednesday I unfortunately did not get the chance to because my internet <laughs> went out around 5:30-ish and didn't come back on till 7:30 a.m. the next day. Jeez. Uh, which was that was awful, but that's a story for another time. Right. Uh, But yeah, usually I like to stream this around like 6 or, sh- or so on, on Wednesdays. It's uh Pokemon... It's actually a, a ROM hack in a sort of way. Pokemon Sigma Emerald. It is Pokemon Emerald with a lot of the mechanics from Gen 6 incorporated into the game. You know, since unfortunately Emerald itself never got the, the re-release treatment, which I, I think that's an actual crime they didn't do that. Yeah. But since they didn't do it, there was some people out there who were like, well, really, really like Emerald and we really like these new mechanics. So let's try to combine as many of them as we can together. Uh, really, the only mechanic that I have missed so far that was in Gen 6 that didn't make it into this was the experience share change, which would be nice. But you still get like capture experience, you know, like. Fairy typing isn't exist, which was like is exists in this game, which wasn't a thing in the original Gen 3. Uh, so yeah, I mean it it's pretty it's been pretty interesting so far. Uh, the day we're recording this, I'm actually planning on on streaming for the third time this game. We're gonna beat uh, Brawley's gym, we're gonna proceed up to Watson's gym, then the next part will start with that. Uh, the party right now is Marshtop. It is I'm trying to remember everybody I got on there right now. Azumarill, Gyarados, Butterfree. There is a Crobat who is not currently in the party, but after I beat Brawly's gym, I'm gonna put him in there. And I am str- oh the zigzag. How can I forget the zigzag oh, unit yeah. with the pickup ability? Amazing. That has been that has been incredible. He he's been the MVP of the run so far. I've Paper gotten, potions I've, out of the mug. He's got yeah, and I've gotten like ultra balls from him. Like, yeah, he's been he's been absurd. And then the last one is a mightyena. Mm-hmm. So so that's the party right now. Uh, probably the oh, the butterfree is gonna get dropped for cat or, or for uh, crowbat. Once I beat this gym, I, cause the Crobat's overleveled and I don't want to use super strong Pokemon in that gym. And yeah, the next Pokemon I'll probably look to put to replace on this party is probably the mighty Anna. I kind of need to live, leave Zigzagoon in as long as yeah, possible. Cause he's right. just, he's just got phenomenal utility with the pickup ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it should be fun.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a very interesting, uh, just seeing, you play that way because again I'm as normal as you can get I'm playing the, the Pokemon games as normal and as casual as possible so it it's the it, it brings intensity into the mix for sure it certainly does
1: I mean you I mean, you were in the you were in the second stream and watching it and mm. I mean several times that stream I had to drop like I had to just switch out because I was in I was in crit range and I'm like right if I get hit with a critical hit, this dude's just dead and I cannot afford to have that happen. Uh, I mean, I've already lost two Pokemon in this run so far. A Tailo, which was that was heartbreaking. <laughs> that was actually heartbreaking. And then when I was grinding off stream the other day, I lost uh, my Rotata, like to a one shot. Like I, he got one shotted somehow by a, a very under leveled Makuhita, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how that happened, but he was just gone. And I was like, that's fine. He was gonna get dropped at some point. But it still hurts. and Let me make this promise to you here and now. This is going to be a deathless run the rest of the, sh- the rest of this, uh, these streams. We're not losing anybody else. That's bold. That's bold. And I'll, I'll, I'll proclaim it again once we get onto the stream itself okay. uh, tonight.
0: But we're not losing anybody else this run. All right. Well, if you're going to make that bold of a statement, there's got to be some repercussions if you don't live <laughs> up to it. Oh, gosh. So what, what, would, what would happen? I don't know what what do you think is a fair repercussion.
1: <laughs> um I'll play Shadow the Hedgehog if uh, if the run
0: isn't deathless. Okay, so you benefit out. from actually <laughs> killing your Pokémon. Got it. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't actually I don't actually think Shadow is a good game. I just think it's one of the funniest games to ever exist, which means so. you're going to have
0: a blast playing it, which is a good thing. <laughs> No, that'll be fun. I'm I'm very curious to see where you end up with that. Um You still got a long ways to go. Saying you're getting no deaths is a big statement. So
1: that we're not we're we're not losing anybody else. Alright. So when I inevitably you lose somebody else, you'll actually see my heartbreak on stream
0: yeah and there'll be proof because you'll you'll, you usually update update those graphics and overlays to to see what, what you know what you lost so absolutely interesting all right well those are our games ethan played and is playing uh five games um so far and i've got four um, next month we'll, we'll have some different games. I'm excited to you know you know talk about those as well. But let us know what you've been playing. Uh, if you, if you're listening to this, uh, let us know you know what you recently beat. You know what's next on the backlog. Um, we want to know. Let us know. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PYW Podcast, Instagram at The PYW Podcast, and Twitch, where we stream pretty consistently every week, at least once or twice a week, at Playing Your Way On One Word. Thanks for listening. See ya.